0: It's time for some Hostile Therapy. Hello all you eager listeners to the Hostile Therapy Podcast. It's just me today, Solo Dolo, Big Red. This is a special podcast today. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I'm going to have a bit of a cathartic moment today. You know, this episode is being recorded February 27th. Which means we are coming to the end of Black History Month. If you listened to the last podcast, we talked about whether we should end Black History Month and just make Black history celebrated throughout the year. Integrated with the American history books, so we don't we feel included instead of feeling secluded. <clears throat> but the thing is, this episode is not really about Black History Month, but it is in a way, and I'm gonna tell you why. This episode is kind of being, going to be focused on Mr. Jesse Smollett. I'm sure you have heard in him of him in the news I uh, think since january i believe twenty eighth of this year where Mr. Jesse Smollett filed a report that he was attacked by some people in Chicago one late night at two a m supposedly these i gotta say allegedly. I gotta make sure I didn't say that because the uh it hasn't gone to court yet. We're not done with it yet. But come on. At two AM, near his apartment in Chicago, two masked men came and assaulted him and poured what you know mo- most people have said is unknown chemical substance, but now people are saying it was bleach. So, some reason, wrapped bleach around his neck. And, allegedly, Smollett says that they yelled MAGA country to him after they left him beaten down. Oh, and at 2 a.m., he also was at a subway. Now, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'll say a mid-grade conspiracy theorist because I don't believe in everything but I don't disbelieve in everything. I There's some things I do believe in and then some things I do believe are made up and a little bit too far-fetched. This was one of them. Just didn't seem probable that Jesse Smollett the background for people that somehow do not know who he is, if you've been living under a rock, I'm pretty sure you probably didn't know who he was prior to this incident. He played on a critically acclaimed show called Empire, starring Terrence Howard and Taraji P. Henson, which I am a fan of. I knew who Jesse Smollett was, but I have I have a hard time. Of telling you what his real name was. Prior to this incident. If it was a a quiz being handed out. on his multiple choice. I could pick it out. But I just wouldn't know it off heart. <clears throat> Which brings me to my point. Uh, also during this alleged assault. <laughs> these assailants. Allegedly. Gotta keep saying that. Saw him and say hey. It's that. I'm paraphrasing. It's this, the black gay guy. From the show Empire. I'm going to go out on a limb. If these were some racist people. That attacked him. Which. Raised my antenna up at the beginning. I'm pretty sure. They're not going to watch. A black show like Empire. Pretty sure. They may know Terrence Howard. By accident. By seeing him. I don't know. Uh. On the runway at the Oscars, or something like that, like that. After they probably saw Robert Downey Jr., which he starred in in Iron Man, they may know who he is, but they're not gonna know who Jesse Smollett is. They're not gonna follow him and say, "Oh, we really got to get this guy because, you know, he's he's the pillar of the black gay community. We've really got to get him. He is very famous. We gotta we gotta go after him." No, no, that didn't make any sense. 2 2 a.m. Subway, it can happen. It's possible. Is it highly probable? I didn't think so. MAGA supporters coming to beat him up. And for some reason, some reason, like I said, I've heard that this is bleach they had. Why in the world would it just go get bleach and a rope? A rope, yeah, I can see, but a rope just doesn't seem doesn't seem Chicago to me. That, that seems like Mississippi, Atlanta, the Carolinas, you know, deep country South. That just doesn't seem Chicago like. I could see maybe Chicago shoot people, maybe beat up or something like that but a rope, that is just doesn't seem you all even have, I mean I I don't know, I'm just going off of what I see in pictures but they all even have someone to, somewhere to hang someone with a noose in Chicago you don't have trees like that in the, the city of Chicago I'm pretty sure of it, not like the country which is where you see these things happen because they hung black people from trees doesn't make any sense to me Okay, it's possible, but is it highly probable? Nah. Maybe the noose, you know. And I, I try to question myself. Like maybe the noose is just symbolic of what they would want to do to him. <clears throat> but then I was like, why would they have bleach? They just want to mess up his jeans. I mean, I can see acid, an acid attack. Yeah, that'll really do something to you. Maim someone's face? What was bleach supposed to do? Made absolutely no sense to me. And then he said he, they called him a faggot because he's gay. They called him. I think they called said they called him a nigger. Or he said they called him a nigger. And he said, "What did you say?" And they, I think, repeated the words and punched him. He said he hid back and then they overwhelmed him. That's when the bleach came on and the noose came on right after that. And then the assailants who were masked walked away in the brisk of the night. Never to be seen again until like a couple days later when they found some people of interest on the surveillance in Chicago, which the part of Chicago I hear they were at is very heavily surveillanced. It's one of the most heavily surveillanced cities in America, I hear. But then the story got weirder. For one, he, he went back to his apartment. Like an hour later, he finally called the police. Why he waited so long, I don't know. Perhaps he was so traumatized, he just didn't know what to do. Okay. Why? This is the other part that got me. Why did you leave the noose around your neck, waiting for the police to get there? Did he think that it was like when you're in a car accident, and you're... Someone hits you and you're like, you don't want to move the car. You want to let the police see the crime, not the crime scene, but the accident scene. So you don't want to move the car until everything is seen and everything is written down and insurance is taken. Did he think that? Nah, nah, I couldn't have thought that. That's too much. None of this stuff made sense. Then he went on uh, Good Morning America, I think like the next day almost, told his story. Shed some tears. Crocodile tears in my eyes. And there were a lot of people. Defending him like. This is why are people disbelieving him. Because there was a lot of people like myself. Who was skeptical. A lot of people were not believing what he had to say. And. There were a lot of people. uh, His pundits. Who was like. This is why. uh, It's hard to be. Black and gay. Gotta throw that in there too. In America because you have people who disbelieve you as soon as an accusation comes up. And you know what? That's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, A lot of people will throw out accusations. And they're quick to not believe you before they take in your story as the truth. So... So a lot of people did have points. The problem is. Um, the only thing I have a problem is. is Disbelieving someone before you actually look into the story. And I also have a problem with the opposite. Believing someone before you have all the story. It can go both ways. I have a problem with all kinds of situations like that. Even with. Uh, I'm even throwing in the Me Too movement. As soon as a guy's name pops up with an accusation, you can't believe it just because it's a guy. Because men lie, women lie. I'm not even going to throw the numbers down. That's a Jay-Z line. But people lie. One of the phrases I hate hearing people say is, I have no reason to lie. Everyone has a reason to lie. Even when there's no reason. Some people lie because they like making up stuff. They don't have a reason to lie, but they'll lie anyway. There are people out there like that. So everyone has a reason to lie. The thing is about Jesse Smollett, why people jumped on this so quick was because he's a celebrity, first and foremost. You have family members that would have told you the same exact story you would have questioned. You wouldn't have believed. If they had possibly a sketchy history, especially. Well, you're like, I don't know Jesse Smollett's sketchy history. Or if he had one. Exactly. You don't know him. He's a celebrity. You know nothing about him except for what he portrays on TV. And furthermore, he's in a profession where he is supposed to lie. And I mean that he's an actor. An actor is a professional liar. I know there's probably some Thespians out there that probably hate that I say that, but it's true. You portray a person who you are not, and you do it very well. You get awards for portraying something that you are not, and you are praised for doing that. Don't no, be wrong. I love actors, actresses as well, whatever, but. Phew. I don't think I can ever date an actress or an actor because how can you ever tell when they're being genuine? You can't. Because that's how good at their job they are. He's a professional actor. I. That's another reason why I could not believe him crying on TV. I've seen him do it on Empire. He does it very well. I'm not, I'm not saying he's an A-list actor, but he's good enough. So good. <clears throat> so good. He allegedly, the low numbers I've heard varying numbers. He's getting paid in between twenty thousand, I heard sixty thousand, and a hundred thousand to play Jamal Lyon on the Empire show. Oh, I forgot that's per episode, per episode, not per year. Per episode, Empire does I'm a guess about twelve or sixteen episodes a year. Could be more. I think it's 12 to 16 episodes per year. You do the math. I'm not doing it for you. But it's a lot of money. A boatload of money. And I heard he was disgruntled. He was. He didn't like the pay he was getting. So he set all this up. I won't even say this was an elaborate scheme. There wasn't nothing elaborate about it. Let me take you back a little bit further before the attacks. Allegedly, he sent a threatening letter to himself. You know, I don't remember what the details or what it exactly said, but something along the lines of calling him, you know, a nigger or a faggot, wanting to kill him, something like that. And these were like cut out letters out of a magazine to spell words of these epithets. And it's alleged that he sent it to himself. Portraying someone else sent it to himself. And he, he gave it to Fox. Fox looked at it. And they were like, okay, uh, yeah, this is probably a serious matter. But I guess as long as you don't get a cascade of threatening letters, then, you know, we'll just let it fly by. You know, it's probably just one crazy fan. Move on. Look towards the future. He wanted more uh, publicity for it, I guess. And that's uh, on top of wanting to make more money. It's frustrating him. So he said, you know what? I'm going to do something that's going to get my name out there. Because, you know, he's also a musician, too. And the boy can, he can sing a little bit. I'm not a big fan of his music, but he can sing a little bit. He probably could have a career with the right producer or whatever, right movement. I'm sure he could. <clears throat> but being on the show probably was not propelling him to... The superstardom that he had wanted to obtain ever since he was a little kid. So cool. he had to make up this outlandish story of two MAGA supporters wearing ski masks at 2 in the morning throwing bleach on him with a, a thin rope from a hardware store. amazing and not only did he I mean he got two support, alleged MAGA supporters and now it comes out that these were two Nigerians like the most African black people he could have got he had portraying MAGA supporters white MAGA supporters and if they got away with this Then they should win Oscars. That is the best performance ever. If they had gotten away with this. They should win every Academy Award. there has ever been presented. Because I've seen Jamie Foxx portray Ray Charles. And I always think that's like one of the best portrayals. Of anybody ever. But this. This right here would top them all. So all this news started to come out. The walls started to close in. The Nigerians confessed that Jesse Smollett put them up to this. He paid them uh, they made up the scheme. They, they talked about when they were going to meet uh, how they the plan was going to be set forth that that day in January. They also were uh, extras. In the Empire show. So he knew them beforehand. It's not like he just picked them up off the street. So he had a a little bit of a relationship with them. And they also, I think, were his personal trainers. Why does he need two? I don't know. Uh, Now I'm hearing, which really doesn't prove anything to me, that, oh, he didn't pay them $3,500 to help him stage the attack. And why is that he didn't pay them? It's because... He put, it's because he put for personal training purposes on the check. Oh, that proves it right there. Because otherwise he would have put uh, MAGA supporter hoax on the check. And that right there, you know, that would have proved right there that he was, he set the whole thing up. But no, he put personal training up there because, you know, that would have been totally stupid to do that. <laughs> yeah, right. So <clears throat> the walls started to cave in. Nigerians Nigerians were people of interest that they saw in the video. They still had the magazine that those letters were cut out for for the threatening letter for Jesse Smollett were was in the house. Why at least throw the evidence away, guys? Not very smart on their part. I don't even know if they're getting charged with anything, but Jesse Smollett has been charged with reporting a fake hate crime. He probably will not do any time. I say he'll probably have to pay a fine. That's it. But he should have to pay... For he's done a lot more damage than what you know. I'm going to tell you why he's done more damage. Yes, uh, he's done... He set up this whole fake crime thing and he put out a description and you know what they were going to look for. They were going to look for white people because, they're, you know, that's stereotypically and rightfully so probably for the most part. Those are MAGA supporters. They were probably going to look for somebody who was white, two white guys. And probably falsely arrested and whatever. That should be on his conscience. But what's worse, the thing that he does he did worse, that doesn't sit still in my spirit, is what he has done to black people. He has set us back a few steps. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. If we take a hundred steps forward, which may take years, decades, to get to that point where we're at right now, then his move just knocked us back 80 steps. Just that one move. I compare it to, you know, people always say that black people use the race card. And sometimes we use it excessively. No doubt, there are some people who do abuse the race card figuratively speaking if there was a race card that we can actually grab I'd like to compare it to a credit card before this incident happened the credit card as you know credit cards we have with credit cards we have good credit scores and bad credit scores we could have a credit score of 850 something we all want to obtain, but probably most of us do not have. I know I do not have that. I'm working towards getting that. To everyone out there, do not be a delinquent on paying bills. But, for anyone who knows, especially me, I've worked up to get my credit to a, a reasonable score. If you get it to 850, which is excellent, you know all you have to do is make one delinquent payment. Watch that score dramatically drop. Make another bad payment. Watch that score drop again. Before you know it, you're in the 300s and you're in the bad area of the credit scores. That's what Jussie Smollett did with the race car. We get so many points for proving that there are hate crimes, that there is racism in this country and when we finally do prove it and have people believing that it still exists, because it does contrary to some people's beliefs, it still exists when he did this I could feel a, I could feel, I could feel collective sorrow come over black people in this country because we know, damn. Now, next time, we claim that something uh, for hate crime has happened—a racial remark, uh, attack—versus black people for the color of their skin has happened. Now they're going to really question us. They're really going to believe the person that probably that the person that allegedly said the mark. They're going to believe they didn't say anything versus the person who the racial remark or the racist the racist act was directed towards. Unfortunately, that's how it is. I always say, everything cannot be equal in this country, but I would least like it to be fair. And as mama and daddy probably told you at one point, or some aunts and uncles, life isn't always fair. And so comes this. With this false report, You have set us back, i say about a good 20 years, Jesse Jesse Smollett. How are you going to get us back there? You weren't worried about that when you committed this crime. You were worried about the paper. You were worried about those greenbacks. You were worried about the coin you were making. You were worried about your salary, not of the plight of the black man. And the thing that really gets me is you did this in Black History Month. You are the Grinch who stole Black History Month, Jesse Smollett. You don't get any worse than that. You stole a whole month. The Grinch had one day to steal. You have destroyed a whole month for us. And we can't get it back. Because your case is still ongoing. And even with all this evidence that the Chicago PD have found, you still maintain your innocence. Jesse. Come on man. You're hurting us man. There are plenty of things we have to worry about. And you go and do this. Because you won't making enough money. Let me tell you a story of a real. Hate crime. Something that really happened almost 70 years ago, seventy plus years ago. Oh, close to it, close close to it. It's a story of Emmett Till. From Chicago, the very place where you committed this hoax. Emmett Till, back in nineteen fifty-five living with his mother his mother sent him down to go visit some family members at a place called Money, Mississippi Emmett Till was 14 years old visiting his family and him and his friends were hanging out and Emmett Till decided to go into this candy store which was at the time being run by a lady named Carolyn Bryant. Her husband, who owned the store, was Roy Bryant, who was gone on uh, a trip fishing up shrimp. He was gone for about three or four days. He went in the store, and a a lady named Carolyn Bryant, a white lady, alleged that Emmett Till Whistled at her, grabbed her, like he was trying, like he was sexually seduced by her, and wouldn't let her go. And then he finally left the store, and she felt appalled by the actions by 14 year old Emmett Till. The actions after that were appalling. And disgusting, at the least. Roy Bryant was told of the harassment that happened at the store. Alleged harassment. He and his brother-in-law, J.W. Millom, They went to Emmett Till's family member's house. Uh, where, his, I think his god uncle or godfather, Moses Wright, was living. In the early morning... And they went to kidnap Emmett Till and teach him a lesson. Despite his pleas, they took Emmett Till. And I look back at this story, and I kind of compare what they did to him next to kind of what Jesus went through. And I'll get I'll get to why I say that. They made him carry a seventy-five pound cotton gin which to me was similar to Jesus carrying the cross to where he was crucified and then killed. And I'll get to that too. They made him carry a 75-pound cotton gin to the Tallahatchie River. There they stripped him naked, beat him within an inch of his own life, gouged his eye out, and then shot him in the head. They tied that 75-pound cotton gin around his body with barbed wire. The thing that I feel like was symbolic of the cross with Jesus, I feel like was symbolic for the plight of the black man and the plight of the black race back then. And Emmett Till, unfortunately, had to die for the civil rights movement. Which shortly thereafter. Began. He was a sacrificial lamb. As Jesus was a sacrificial lamb. For the sins of man. They threw him in there. With the 75 pound cotton gym, Threw him in the river. So he would not float back up to the top. His body. Was so mutilated. They could even identify it. You know, this is before they had uh, DNA records to identify people. The only reason they figured out who Emmett Till was was because he had a ring on his finger, which was initialed LT, which was the initials of his father, Louis Till. Fast forward to September 1955. Roy Bryant and his brother-in-law were acquitted of kidnapping and murder. Later on, they later admitted in an interview that they did do it and were paid $4,000 for that interview. $4,000 for the life of Emmett Till. But what about Carolyn Bryant? Carolyn Bryant was interviewed by a Duke University research scholar named Timothy B. Tyson. He was the author of The Blood of Emmett Till, which was written in 2007. Carolyn Bryant, allegedly in the interview, said this about the encounter story of Emmett Till grabbing her. That part. Is not true. That part is not true. And also said. Which of course everyone. With a heart and a brain and a soul would say. Even if it was true. He didn't deserve what he got. False claims. She made a false claim versus a 14-year-old kid. And I don't even care if it was a 35-year-old person. I don't care if it was an 89-year-old person. No one deserved that. No one deserved that done to a human being. You got people who even do that to their own dog. You do that to a human being. With all that, The mutilated body was retrieved by the mother of Emmett Till. She had an open casket funeral. She wanted the face of Emmett Till, if you want to even call it that at that point, she wanted it shown to the world to show what racism can do to you. And Ebony Magazine took a picture of that casket, that open casket, and it displayed it throughout the world to see. And like I said, that right there, I think, was the impetus of the Civil Rights Movement. Not the Rosa Parks uh, bus segregation, as a lot of people think. Emmett Till's death. years decades later as I just mentioned before Carolyn Bryant recanted her story and even if she didn't does it matter that happened in August of 1955 uh, August 28th of 1955 they had a quick trial it was in September and he was both men were acquitted with all that evidence both men were acquitted and that's not the only hate crime. There's been hate crimes that have happened in the last year. Year before that. Decade before that. Whatever. So I don't want to hear people saying, well, that happened so long ago. Things have changed. Maybe something that gruesome hasn't happened as much as it happened in the yesteryears, but it still happens. It's still in the hearts and souls of people who still hate one another because of the color of one's skin. So this is why Jussie Smollett's hoax hurts that much more. Because we fought that hard to get people to believe us. And even with that, they didn't. So Jussie, I think we need to hold a funeral for your career. Because you have killed... The chances of a lot of people to be believed the next time a hate crime is reported. So I'm going to hold a funeral for your career. Here lies the career of Jesse Smollett, Jamal Lyon, and for those who are Mighty Ducks enthusiast, Terry Hall. Your career is dead right now. Can he recover? Sure he can. because like Jesus, if you believe in Jesus or if you don't, that's alright with you but I do and if you believe in him then you believe he can be resurrected and if you don't be, believe in Jesus I'm sure you've seen people who came close to death and have had that shock put on their chest and brought them back from the brink of death well, we're speaking figuratively so I think Jesse Smollett I think he can have a career again I don't want to the hate on this guy. The capacity for forgiveness should still be there. He's not the worst person in the world. There's people who have committed much worse sins than Jesse Smollett. His was just made public, and you should go, Jesse. Not only because you fake. A hate crime. is because you weaponized the plight of gay people. You weaponized the plight of black people. And the biggest, biggest sin you committed. I'm sure a lot of hip hop fans will agree with me with this. You called yourself the gay Tupac. That alone, Jesse, you got to go. You got to go far. Go away for a few years. Learn more about yourself. Make yourself available to people who are actually in need, who actually don't have money. Help them out first before you help yourself because that's all this act was about, was about yourself. Sure, everybody wants a pay raise. Sure, everybody wants to get out of the low line of poverty. They want to get out of the low class get out of the middle class. You weren't even in that line of wealth. You are rich, sir. 60000 an episode? Let's say it was on the low end of $20,000 an episode. Again, do the math. I don't have my calculator in front of me. I will not do it. I can do it in my head, but it's late. It is 1.30 in the morning. Yes, I am up at 1.30 in the morning while a lot of you are asleep because this one Was disturbing me, and I felt like I had to get it out. You, Jesse Smollett, have ruined Black History Month. I have one day left, one day to enjoy my precious Black History Month, and then we're going to move on to St. Patrick's Day and whatever holiday comes that month, the Ides of March, whatever, and a couple birthdays. And then I have to wait. 11 more months to do this again. Thanks, Jesse Smollett. So, today, February 27th, 2019, your career has ended. I don't want to see you again until you've made some sort of change in your life. Again, this is not the worst thing in the world you could have done. But you could have done better things as well. We've had crackheads, we've had murderers, we've had wife beaters commit crimes, and a lot of them are forgiven, especially if they're celebrities. Check the NFL, you'll find a lot of them. So, I'm not going to say you can't be forgiven, you definitely can't be forgiven, but you need to go away for a while. And once you figure out what's really important in life, then maybe you can work on your comeback. I'm Big Red. This has been Hostile Therapy, where we try to undress a lie to lay with the truth. I hope we did that a little bit today. I will see you on the next podcast. Peace out.